The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi, hi, and welcome. Welcome to the Visual Workplace today. I am Gwendolyn Galsworth, your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system, our intelligence, into the living landscape of work through visual devices, through visual systems, through visual solutions. How do we install the language of our current level of operations, those details, the specifications and the procedures, even if we are not quite as excellent as we wish we would be, how do we install those details in the form of visual devices so that the workplace speaks to us and we can actually see our own thinking? We can see how this current level of thinking performs, behaves, functions, because we've captured it. We've embedded our operational system into the landscape of work. This is what we do in a visual workplace, and this is what makes it so powerful. It is the mirror through which we see our operational thinking. And why do we bother? Because we get incredible bottom line benefits. We have embedded the system and so we have repeatability because the system is part of the process itself. We have improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery time, shrinking costs, and splendid cultural alignment. This is not cookie cutter visuality. This is the kind of visuality that is created through a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels, not just operators, not just supervisors, not just managers, but also your marketing team, your CEO, your GM. Each of us, whatever our level on the organization in terms of our function, our organizational function, whatever that function is, we can capture it through visual devices because that function is made up of information And information wiggles. It wiggles if you don't embed it. It becomes open to interpretation if you can find it at all. That's the problem. The problem is the missing information in the workplace. The solution or the antidote is to embed the information so that it is part of the work itself. And we get this splendid cultural alignment. It is so satisfying to create a workplace that speaks to us, that speaks to me. Because then I can 
get control of my corner of the world. Even if the rest of the place is going, <laughs> is going down the tubes, <laughs> I'm in control. And you know what that control gives us when we feel that sense of psychological and performance safety? It gives us a little bit of margin. And in that margin, we shift. In that margin, we grow. In that margin, we see more clearly. We see better. We see the opportunity for improvement. And we, in ourselves, improve. As we improve the process, it is inevitable that we become improved in the process. That's the nature of improvement. It's contagious in all, in all directions. So this is why we do The Visual Workplace, and this is what our show, The Visual Workplace, is about every week. We talk about some aspect. So welcome. And today, we're going to continue our uh, very fine autopsies, <laughs> our gruesome autopsies of 5S. Today's show is called 5S, What Lies Beneath. We are still in the kind of renovation part. We are still actually in the autopsy, the analysis part of the foibles of 5S. And we will next move, I'm pretty sure next week, we're going to move to resurrection. (laughs) Beyond the 5S and beyond 5S audit, how do you morph your 5S using the same workforce and the same commitment to improvement and to doing good through a mechanism that involves operators in a daily way in improvement. How do we take our 5S and build upon it but shift it so that uh, it performs for us very, very, very well, becomes an extension of our um, wonderful spirit and our wonderful intelligence. We will move at that point into the world of information and information deficits and motion and visual solutions. The three musketeers of change, actually there's four, information deficits, motion, visual solutions, and I-driven, the source of it all. But today, today we're going to look at 5S, what lies beneath after just a couple of announcements. First, I wanted to let you know that I'm doing a visual thinking seminar in in the Minneapolis area. It's actually a a bit further out, about 100 miles from Minneapolis in a couple of weeks. And I will be doing three visual workplace events in India at the end of the month, end of November. One of them will be on visual leadership and the other will be on um, visual thinking. You can contact Kaizen Institute either in their Delhi office or their Pune office, for details. Kaizen Institute of India, Vinod Grover, my great friend, and also his colleague and my other great friend, Jayanth Murti. So India feels just like my motherland, and I always look forward to working there. People there are strong and innovative, determined, very, very smart. But you know, it is their openness that I most appreciate, and their appreciation of learning. There are countries in the world that are so eager to learn, so eager to learn and change. And you know, this makes them distinctive. I mentioned this already related to my trip to Africa, to Nairobi in September, and the good people in Kenya, and India is another place. 
And let's see, we're also doing a training of trainers for work that makes sense in Minnesota in January. This is one of my favorite processes. It takes four days, sometimes five, depending. And it is very, very thorough. And I think that I shall do a whole show on that process because there is much in that that is universally applicable about the process. The content of work that makes sense we've been doing since I started this show five years ago. It's a part of all of our discussion of 5S and what happens after, beyond 5S. But the process is also important, the training of trainers, and I think worth a conversation. So I'll put that on our drawing board for relatively soon. And let's see, what is our special web product for November of the month? Podcasts. Podcasts for download. We have nearly 150 of them, and we have put them into topic bundles. They're called podcast bundles, so that the content is grouped together to let you listen in depth, in depth to a certain topic or another. They used to be $25 per download, and there are 10 or 12 in every bundle, sometimes more, but now they're $5.99, all bundles for download. Please take advantage. This is a very, very good way to learn, especially if you're in a city with traffic jams. Download them, put them on a USB drive, and listen away. Visit visualworkplace.com, our website. You will find the link to the podcast. You will also find a link to our newsletter, The Visual Thinker, which, is, which we publish every single week. I'm, I write a special article. And by the way, we also want to thank you for your letters and your visual fails that you've been sending in to our communications VP, Cindy Linden. She's also in charge of the newsletter. She loves them. We love them. And a special thanks to Mark Albert, who has sent us a very interesting story about a street, no ordinary road in Melbourne. Uh, Mark is the managing director of MTM. They manufacture something marvelous called the Tom Card. Please look it up online. It's wonderful. It's a very special car. They're doing it in Australia. And this particular company is very full of life. Uh, Mark Albert and his director of continuous improvement, Suresh Jayan, are doing wonderful, wonderful work there and with a visual with a visual touch, with a, a great deal of visual, in fact. So, uh, Mark, thanks very much for sending in the article. It will show up in our newsletter, The Visual Thinker, very shortly, perhaps even as early as next week. Thank you, thank you. Please send them in. And come to our website, visualworkplace.com. If you need help on the website or help from us, send us an email to radio at visualworkplace.com or directly from visualworkplace.com or call us at 503-233-1784. That's our office number. The call-in line, and I'm hoping to irritate you enough today or stimulate the conversation enough that you will call in. Please think about it. The call-in line for listeners is 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. Let's see if we can get that to happen. So today we are talking about 5S, what lies beneath. What if your 5S was a creative process that engages, enlivens, educates, and elevates? What if your 5S 
could let the workplace speak. Let's face it, 5S does in many, many companies, maybe not in yours, but in some companies have a problem. 5S has a problem. It's a big problem. And it lies at the very foundation of the 5S approach. But this problem cannot be remedied through an audit or any other piece of paper. It's a bigger problem than us. And I want to share my take on that with you today. Why traditional 5S is such a struggle. Now, we've been talking about this, but I want to kind of get to the heart of the matter if you will, the beating heart of the matter. Okay? So, and by the way, I want to alert you that the discussion we're going to engage in today and next week tracks the articles that I've written from June to August of this year, issues 21 through 37. You can get them on our website. They're free for download. It's a long and interesting discussion. There's a lot of good reading. But now I'm turning these into a radio show for those of you who prefer to listen. And um, so please, uh, by all means, look at these articles and you'll get the language and some of the pictures that I will be describing. So last week I walked you through the ways that I found to resurrect the 5S audit. I call them the six remedies or six tweaks and these will help. But this week I want to get to if you will, the heart of the matter, what lies beneath 5S and what is the nature of the challenge that we're facing. We'll pick this up as soon as uh, we get back from this, our first break. I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call one 866 472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, and this is our second part of the show today at the Visual Workplace. We are looking at 5S, what lies beneath. And yes, by all means, call in 866-472-5790. I'm going to say that a lot. So, we did talk about edits that you can make, and many, many of them you've already made to your 5S audit to make it more appealing, but 5S itself has a problem, and I want to discuss this, and I want to say very, very clearly that some of you are successful with this. Congratulations. We have met you. We have spoken to you. We praise you for your success but yet other people are struggling. And so we're directing our comments to folks who are struggling and not understanding why it's so hard. So we've spent a number of shows talking about it. Now I want to get to the heart of the matter as I see it. At its foundation, and it is a problem, there is a problem that cannot be cured by changing a piece of paper. Without addressing that problem, all other changes will be quickly absorbed And you will still be left with a process that most of you have to push associates to use instead of, as I said before, a creative tool that engages and enlivens and educates and draws. So what is that problem? Why is 5S such a struggle? Traditional 5S. Because traditional 5S, traditional 5S, the mothership around which the audit and everything else is organized has a problem. And that problem is this. Traditional 5S has no internal learning mechanism. Traditional 5S has no internal learning mechanism. There is no central thesis, no theme, no logical premise, no knowledge base. As a recent uh, movie put it, what lies beneath, and as I put it, what is at the heart of the 5S process? And I will tell you, if the answer is not substantive and meaningful, 5S can only be an activity and never a method, never an initiative that moves people and the company forward. At the core of 5S, as I see it, and the audit that supports 5S in many organizations, 
is the topic, the matter, the premise, the thesis, the mechanism of compliance. And compliance has no lever except good old-fashioned discipline, do it, comply. Good old-fashioned discipline and repeatability. In short, obedience, do it. This is at the core of 5S. But is it a beating heart? Is it enough? Is it meaningful? Lean has a heart. The heart of lean is time. Lean's ticking clock races to the finish line on a foundation of standard work and with the precision and the demand of pull. Time is the lever in lean and we use it to investigate opportunities. We use time in lean to learn and to improve. Lean is a time-based methodology. That is lean's lever. That is lean's beating heart. What is it in 5S? Quality has a heart. The heart is the satisfied customer because we've delivered the specs. And we look, we march down the causal chain to solutions that, if they don't exist right now, are invented. This is the heart of quality, to listen to the customer and to deliver to deliver what the customer wants to pay for, and that forces us to march down the causal chain to solutions that even if they don't exist right now, we discover. This gives quality its substance and its zeal and its compelling logic. We enter it and we discover. We enter it and we become more than, more than curious. We become courageous. And this feeds back on us and we give it back to quality. And quality becomes a mission, just the way lean has become a mission. Becomes something that we can commit ourselves to because it is substantive. Where is that in 5S? Where is it? Visuality has a heart. The heart, as I mentioned before, are four musketeers, information deficits, and the motion caused by those information deficits, and the visual solutions that wipe out those information deficits, and therefore the motion that it causes, and the workplace speaks. And musketeer number four, what was his name? Was that D'Artagnan? Might have been D'Artagnan. I'll have to look it up during the break. Musketeer number four is eye-driven, this vital dynamic of where the motion is triggered and who solves it. So visuality has a beating heart, but I haven't found it for 5S. And I think that is very, very telling, very important 
5S is important. 5S is needed. 5S is required. A clean, neat, orderly workplace is required. It's a prerequisite, a condition that is not optional. We discovered that in the 1980s, and we were glad. But then we made an art form out of 5S because we thought that's what the Japanese were doing. We knew 5S was valuable, and we also knew value-add associates, operators, machinists, hourly employees, line employees would, would not be interested in maintaining an acceptable level of cleanliness and neatness and order if they were asked for that alone. So as Japan did, we did. We mimicked. We added, wisely so, I think employee reward and recognition and employee engagement to that approach just as the Japanese did we learned from them but the West is not like the East and remember Japan had four, five, six, a dozen other mechanisms including their suggestion system and kata and quality circles the Harada method I mentioned to you to engage employees in their own development and therefore in their contribution to the company. They did not rely on 5S alone. The West is not the East, and so, you know what? There's a problem here. We are not an obedience-based society, and so we had a little harder go of it. In fact, in some cases, a much harder go. We also discussed this in a previous show. But I would say that that very difference, that very difference that we are not a compliance-based or obedience-based hierarchical society, the way, for example, Japan is and a number of other societies in the world, some of them are making transitions, Japan included, India included, China included, and Africa with tremendous vigor, these colonialized nations or these dynastic nations, as in Japan. I'm sorry, as yes, as in Japan and also as in China. They were never a colony, but they had dynasties and hierarchy, emperors, bands of societal um, opportunity. So, I think the difference with us here in the West gives us an opportunity for asking more of our associates and more of their hearts and their minds. That is, we have to go about it another way. Making a change from 5S, finding the beating heart on the value-add level will not get us a lesser result. It will get us a better result and one that can easily include but not be limited to cleanliness, neatness, and order. So we'll get that part of it. But in doing so, why not ignite the emotional engagement of our hourly employees, but also their intellectual, their intellectual, cognitive, inventive participation, their contribution, and their spirit? Why not ask our line employees to become thinkers and inventors and owners. In fact, why not require them to by making it impossible to resist and taking very concrete steps to make it so? Many companies, maybe not yours, 
have become disappointed when 5S in the West did not create the cultural alignment it seemed to have done in Japan. We know that that was a misunderstanding. 5S certainly didn't create it. It was a whole management company-wide orientation. But we thought that it was that 5S was the secret because here in the West, especially in the United States, we love the silver bullet. We love the magic of a single complete solution. And we are wrong if we think that our rowdy, self-absorbed employees here in the United States are at fault. They are not. Nor can we fault management. That's wrong. It's wrong again. The fault, I want to say, eeks, I'm going to say it very plainly, the fault is in the model itself. It is in traditional 5S and what lies beneath And what does lie beneath 5S? My answer is not enough. Not enough. So we're going to slide into our next break. And when we get back, I know that we will have an exchange, an open-minded exchange, a conversation, and I will kind of build on this and tell you what I think. If you want to call in, I welcome it. The number is 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. I'll see you in a minute. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. 
it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome to our third segment Today at the Visual Workplace, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and we're kind of hot in the middle of this little turning point where we're going to discuss what I think needs to happen to 5S. We talked about adaptations and tweaks to the audit, but that doesn't get to the heart of the problem. So our expedition continues. We're looking for a next generation of something on the operator level that will create business benefit that is trackable and knowable and increasing, not just compliance, but increase, and also creates a powerful work culture or at least contributes to creating a more powerful work culture. Perhaps you want to use the word empowerment I think it's largely misunderstood to be almost a useless term. I keep reminding myself that in the center of the word empowerment is the word power. And that is no childish concept. That is no secondary concept. Power is power. And we know it when we feel it. And we know it when it is done in front of us. So our expedition continues. We are in search of a version of 5S, if you will, that will produce cultural alignment as well as business benefit, discernible, trackable, bottom line impact. So, trackable business benefit from 5S has never been a high priority, not in Japan and not with us. Many U.S. companies, however, chase that requirement as um, because of their huge investment of resources in the hope that a 5S revolution will be forthcoming. They want to have their ROI, their return on investment. They want and need an indisputable justification. The enduring puzzle such companies seek to solve is how Japan has achieved dazzling 5S results and why they have not. But I want to say this again, make no mistake, many U.S. companies have enjoyed very good, some moderate, but some very good 5S success. Others, however, have fallen into a clattering heap. Those tend to be seen not just as failures, that clattering heap, but as spoilage, damage was done to the company and the company culture and hope was spoiled. So I am telling you how I see it, knowing that not everyone will agree with my assessment of causality related to 5S. 
And for me, you've heard me say it before, the dividing line is the differing definitions of success that each company holds, Japan and the West. In each case, the definition is two-sided, like a coin. For Japan, one side of the coin that defines success says it's the pursuit of perfection, a lifelong process that glories in every glimmer of the process. Kaizen. Balance and harmony are prime. Imitation and replication are not just acceptable, they are prized. Not being seen as moving along the perfection continuum at a steady and acceptable pace is seen as failure in that society. This is the flip side. And shame is felt by individuals. Appearances are supremely important. Perfection and the flip side is shame if perfection is in, if imperfection is the outcome. Shame. In the West, specifically, I'm going to talk about the United States because I know it really well. I've lived here my entire life. I've traveled elsewhere, but believe me, you never leave your native company, country behind. Never leave your native country behind. In the United States, the goal is to be on top. No, no, no. The, the goal is to be the top. We are obsessed with winning. An unequivocal, time-bound victory with an identifiable and undisputed loser. <laughs> if someone's going to be the winner, someone's going to be an undisputed loser. Imbalance is success. Just the opposite of Japan. Balance is, is definition of success there. Balance, harmony. Imbalance is success as long as you are topside. Failure to win, to defeat your rival or your enemy triggers blame. That's our our bugabear. Shame in Japan, blame here. Blaming someone or something else for your defeat. I know this very well. I have lived it since I was a teenager. This may sound like pop psychology to some, but over the years, drawing this clean line, this, if you will, dichotomy, cutting it right in half, has helped me in assessing and understanding the huge cultural differences because I've been working with Japan for the last 35 years. I started in 1983, and it has always been part of the equation. Huge cultural difference between Japan and the U.S. and between what works and what doesn't work here in the West. It has also led me to construct improvement pathways for my Western clients who are so dear to me. I work with companies in the West. Yeah, I'm doing work in India and China, and it's interesting. It's challenging. It's interesting. But mostly it's been Europe, North America, Australia. How do we bring about improvement so that the bottom line and an improved work culture results relevant, impressive? I no longer expect Japanese improvement technologies to be wholly applicable. I expect that adaptations and interpretations will be needed. And that is my premise. And the result has been now an array of improvement methodologies with visuality at the base that I think are very, very useful and work in the West. So in my evaluation of why I couldn't make it in the 1980s and 90s, 
when I implemented Japan's 5S, I got a boatload of pushback. True, true that the pushback came from my clients who, for the most part, were union-based, GM and Lockheed Martin and Rolls-Royce, aerospace in the UK and Delphi. And the unions during that period felt more than a bit cranky when it came to any improvement initiative, let alone those with roots in Japan. In many ways, they were justified. Few union members argued with the need for American manufacturing to reset and strengthen. For example, employee engagement and empowerment, of course, quality as well, lead time. But many deemed 5S an undignified, even childish approach. As I said, enormous pushback. And by the late 1980s, my own 5S efforts had begun to wobble significantly. But I also noticed that a handful of operators in almost every company I worked with would travel far, far beyond 5S, neat and clean, and 5S, labels and lines. They moved with grace and ease into the realm of inventions, inventions never seen before, visual devices that solved with precision some local challenge they found in their work. I was talking 5S with a little bit of doorway that said, let's create solutions, and they jumped right over any kind of misbegotten premise to standardize or homogenize their solutions into humdrum scene-befores. They jumped right over that, and they sought the weird and the peculiar, (laughs) yet perfect solutions. They created a new part of the improvement landscape that I began to call workplace visuality. This has been such an incredible partnership with my wonderful operators and supervisors and managers agreeing to move along with me to see what happened next. This was in the 80s and 90s when we were really trying to find a new way. And my good fortune was twofold. First, these things transpired on my watch. To some extent, I set up that environment of possibility, but they happened. But the second thing was I noticed I noticed something that was beyond labels and lines. I noticed inventions that I knew I had never seen before. Double function borders, driver license level addresses, generic addresses by contrast. I noticed dazzling creativity. The so-called 5S solutions produced on my watch looked nothing like the 5S devices in books. Or, like the devices I saw in companies that I visited in order to benchmark in the United States and in Japan and everywhere. What I saw there was vanilla. Mine, the the solutions in the companies I worked with looked like Cherry Garcia. You know, that's my favorite kind of ice cream. Cherry Garcia. I am at heart a seeker of knowledge, or if you will, a researcher. I love to, to discover new things. It's called very dryly a researcher. But it means you go down the rabbit hole because you want to. You want, you want to find out. And as a researcher at heart, I determined 
to backtrack, to search out and find an answer, a cause to what triggered that difference? What triggered the difference between the 5S solutions that I saw, the humdrum cookie cutter replicated, repeated, dreary lines and labels, and the kinds of devices that were coming out of my my implementations. What was the difference? And I discovered the difference. And you know what? I'll tell you what that difference, what I discovered when we get back from our final break. (laughs) I bet you can hardly wait. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome to the last segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and we are kind of completing our discussion about 5S, what lies beneath, I've already stated, not enough. But that not enough, praise the Lord, triggered a greater understanding in me as I worked with that not enough 
I began to notice other things because uh, there was a lack and I was trying to find the beating heart. So in a way, I created, or we with my partners on the line and managers and supervisors, we created a way to make up for the deficiencies of 5S so that it would be more in alignment with the American way, if you will, the West way. And it would also give us a return on investment and it would give us a wonderful cultural alignment. These things were discovered. They were not brought wholly formed the way they're now after 30 years of discovery and codification, putting it into language and putting it into methods. Now it's available. The methodology has been discovered. But back then when there was no methodology, all I felt was a determination to figure out why it wasn't working. And that brought me to an understanding of how to make it work. Honestly, the greatest gift I feel that I've been given is the ability to notice. I'm so grateful for it that I notice when things change and then I've got the kind of mind that wants to know why. It's just, a, 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 I, I hope you understand me when I say it's a gift. I didn't ask for it. I didn't even know I had it until it began to function for me and then I gloried in it. Then I thought it was just, you know, just such a gift. So, 5S, when I looked at it and I saw the way the operators I was working with responded to this lines and labels, I saw that there was a lot of opportunity to make differentiation, for example, in what was called lines then, what I now call borders. I don't call them lines anymore because a line is a geometric, an arithmetic event. It doesn't really exist. It's just a connecting two points. I call them borders because borders function. And I realized that what we were doing when we were laying down those lines and labels is that we were supplying answers to the where question. Where do things go and where do I put this? The lines told me where things go. The labels, which I call addresses, the addresses told me what went into the lines. This was a huge discovery. And I discovered that without those visual answers, I and others would engage in useless activities like searching and moving around and wandering and wondering and asking questions. As soon as I understood questions were the way to resolve or handle the fact that answers were missing, I understood that 5S in the direction that I wanted to go needed to be about visuality as well. Because without those visual answers, I would be in motion. Motion was the enemy as I named it. Motion, Taichi Ono's definition, motion moving without working, one of the seven deadly wastes from Toyota. Motion was the enemy. Motion was triggered by these missing answers, these missing information deficits, the, these information deficits. And 5S was a way of 
making sure the answer was in place. But 5S was so narrowly defined that I couldn't use it to create now 19 different types of borders, 19 different types of borders that function differently and that are so useful just to know that there's a vocabulary of borders that are no longer lines but are functions, differentiated functions. These information deficits could be addressed a number of ways and it could be interesting to discover that the information was missing because we had a solution and that solution was a visual device. And so came about this idea of visual thinking. Just a moment, I missed the fourth musketeer. The fourth musketeer is the eye. The fourth musketeer. I discovered that what I had to do in order to help operators see what was not there was to train the eye. The eye of the individual closest to the process. And so it began with operators, but then it moved right into the boardroom because now I train the eyesight of GMs and VPs and plant managers and presidents. Because there are information deficits there that visuality is a language to solve them to remedy those information deficits on the level of function of a GM. So those who are closest to the process, the I became the power. Information deficits were the problem, hidden, seen only through motion. The solution was visual devices, but the power was the I, became I-driven. And this is how the model moved from 5S that was wobbly and tottering and difficult and rejected by so many companies that 5S, I rode the pony and discovered this marvelous, wonderful realm, this kingdom of the visual workplace and this process called visual thinking. Visual thinking is your ability and mind to notice the motion that we are engaged in and know that there's an information deficit that has triggered that motion. We know about that formula, that equation, and we can get rid of the information deficit, the missing answer, and the motion it triggers by implementing visual solutions. Us, me, I. Visual solutions, and then they both go away. And we have what's left, a workplace that speaks. A workplace that speaks. Not just labels and line and neatness and order, but we have captured performance functionality. We have created an embedded operational system. I'm going to do a whole show on the difference between visual management and visual performance. Don't get caught in that trap. We're not talking about management here. We're talking about the operational system giving feedback on itself because it's an embedded system. That is the visual workplace. Visual management is a subset. Right now, we're talking about the transition from 5S to the incredible operational functionality of a workplace that speaks. 
workplace visuality. My substitution for 5S is work that makes sense operator-led visuality. This is what I'm going to be doing a training of trainers for in Minnesota in January. Very powerful. It is a solution. It is a kingdom of solutions. It is a strategic partner to operational excellence on the same level, partnering with Lean, partnering with your Kaizen. So <laughs> that's it. So this week we have completed our autopsy of 5S, if I can use the gruesome term. And next week we're going to talk at, uh, more completely about the four musketeers. <laughs> and then we will move on to another topic. So thank you very much. I had a wonderful time with you today. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Let the workplace speak. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Oh,